1: Welcome back to the Working on Purpose show. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'm your host, Elise Cortez, joining you live from Dallas, Texas, which is home base for me. If you've been tuning in for a while, you know this program is about helping people cr- create more meaningful and productive personal and work lives and equipping leaders inside organizations to cultivate meaning and purpose that elicits passion, inspired contribution, innovation, and persevering performance. I talk with my guests to draw on their expertise and share my own experience consulting, speaking, and developing workforces across the globe. Every week in these conversations, I hope you walk away with something you can immediately put to use in your life, and you come alive with the possibility of living with passion, working on purpose, and are inspired to discover yourself just how big fulfilling your life and work and leadership can be. And if you do catch fire from everything you hear, tell me about it. Email me at EliseCortez, EliseCortez.com or contact me on my website and you'll be able to connect with me with my messaging that way. If you want to be able to talk to me about my speaking, my programs, uh, my online leadership programs, my retreats, that's the way to find me. Anyway, I'm glad we're connected. Thanks for listening. This week with us is Dr. Cynthia Mickens-Ross. She is right next to me. She is a speaker, coach, and author. She infuses her audiences with authenticity, humor, and powerful words of wisdom that are thought-provoking and life-changing. She speaks regularly on leadership, discovering your purpose, breaking negative mindsets to release your authentic you, and how to make your life count. She's the author of the book, uh, Pathway to Purpose, Stories of Victory. This book is based on the graduates of her copyrighted course, Pathway to Purpose. She joins us today from Dallas, right next to me. Cynthia, welcome to Working on Purpose. Thank you. Oh my I'm gosh. happy to be here. I found Woo! you. <gasps> I, right. Woot, woot. <laughs> I found you minding your own business. We were both in a session at the Federal Reserve Bank looking at how to uplift and grow humanity economically, financially, and many other means. And unbeknownst to you, I had heard about you from Ashley Lindsay, and she said, You've got to go meet her, go talk to her. And I saw you and I saw what you were up to. I'm like, you've got to come on my show. (laughs) So here you are right next to me on my show. We are actually on Facebook live stream as well. So as we get into our conversation, first, it's important to know who you are. So what's your background? How'd you
2: get into the space? So, you know, that's always a very tough question because most of the time when people ask you, who are you? They're really asking, what have you done or what are you doing? That's right. And And so who I am is 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 a lot about what i've done yes absolutely and i started uh my professional career with an airline that i will tell you will date me pan-american world airways and yes i am that
1: old okay got it (laughs) me too okay got it
2: and you know flying all over the world really um had an impact on my life because i had lived a very sheltered life up until that point where'd you grow um miami but i was a daddy's girl and so Mm. daddy kind of kept me in that little box and protected me and mom had died when i was four and a half years old and so growing up with This father who thought I was the best thing walking and just treated me that way and then I I become this flight attendant and I'm traveling all over the world and I'm meeting all of these different people and learning about their culture and if i tell you it was a life-changing experience and so i was with pan am up until the day they closed the doors uh which was in december of 1991 and at that point you know i really wasn't sure what I was going to do next. I didn't have any plans, you know. I I knew it was coming. You know, there had been a lot of talk about the airline going bankrupt, and so I, I knew it was coming, but I hadn't really given a whole lot of thought to what I would do next, and so I was in this uh, course. It's called Bible Study Fellowship, and it's all over the world, and I'm sure you probably heard of it, and so I was in my small group session, and I was telling them that I was looking for employment, and unbeknownst to me, one of the members in my class said, Hey, she said, I work for Stewart Enterprise in the death care industry. And I went, Death care industry? She hmm. said, Yeah, she says, I work um, helping people with their um, cemetery and funeral needs and i was thinking no that's not quite what i had that's in my, <laughs> for the next that's phase of my me. life right so you know but i went home and i kind of thought about it and she said you know we have two positions open we have one that's dealing with inside sales and one is outside sales and i kind of thought about it and i said well, you know i don't really understand sales that much and so just long story short, I went in for an interview, got the job. They offered me both they offered me inside and outside, and I could choose. Mm. So I chose inside sales because I didn't have any background in sales. And in a matter of four years, I was offered the vice president and general manager position where I actually had the responsibility of both operations and sales. They had not done that before Mm -hmm. with this company. And Stewart Enterprises at the time was the third largest company in the world or the United States, I can't remember in the death care industry, and so I was the first of, um, of of promotion into this arena, and so I took on funeral homes, and I took on cemeteries with operations, and it was just um, very profitable for me, made a lot of money, and then I kind of thought, you know what, I've exceeded Every single goal that they gave me, I exceeded it. And so I was wanting more. I really wanted to do more with my life. And so I started talking with... those who were above me about what could I do next? You know, what was going to be my next um, promotion? And obviously I had already achieved uh, at a level that no one else had done before. So I was really looking and they told me, you know, that, you know, that fa- that phrase, you've reached the glass ceiling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, now
2: what? We have nothing else for mm-hmm. you. You can go now. Yeah. And you know, that was tough because I had sacrificed so much to be highly successful in in this arena and um, you know I had made a lot of money house on the hill foreign car diamonds st. John's Rolexes just all the stuff but what I was really looking for was this feeling of significance mm-hmm. this feeling of value this feeling that I really matter mm-hmm and No amount of achievements, no title, no car, no house could make me feel that. So I kind of went on this journey of self-discovery. I started asking the question, who am I and why am I here? Mm. And that started me on the journey I'm on today.
1: Oh, my gosh, you know we were supposed to meet, right? Okay, two things. First, thank you, Daddy, for loving you Mm -hmm. the way that he did Mm -hmm. and seeing you the way that he did. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, all dads out there listening. You have such an opportunity to make a difference in your little girl's world Mm -hmm. by loving her the way that her dad loved her. Please, dads. It's just so, so important. I can't even tell you how important this is. Absolutely. So that's the first thing. Yes. The second thing is, I think it's remarkable that we are connected and you started your path really helping in the death industry and today you're in the inspiration space mm-hmm. i know those mm-hmm, two spaces mm-hmm, are connected mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can you bridge that for us inspiration yes. death so,
2: you know so so for me the death care industry was not about the person in the casket got it oh yes it was about the people that had lost their loved one Who they left behind and i I got to be a part of their wow. caretaker. I got to be a part of their life when they had lost somebody that was very dear to them. And for me, I never took that for granted. Mm. Um, and I always tried to teach each family and show them how much they mean to me. You know, I always tried to share with them as much knowledge about this process as possible, but I just wanted them to know that they weren't alone and that they had met somebody who genuinely cared. And so all of what I've done in my life, I believe has been about making an impact in the life of somebody
1: else. Okay, Cynthia, service. Cynthia, you know, again, you don't know this, but um, my mother died January 3rd. My father followed her out 28 days on January 31st. So I gave my first and second eulogy, wrote my first and second obituary. Wow. And I understand better the connection between life and death better. So I know Mm -hmm. what you're saying a little Mm -hmm. bit better now. Mm -hmm. And I'm bigger for it. Mm -hmm. And I understand Mm -hmm. what it is to be in service of those who have been left behind and who are sad and wanting and don't understand i better understand that now and i think that my message is better because i've been in that space Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm, now i understand mm -hmm, you mm -hmm, better mm -hmm. so here we are today both you and i stand in the space of inspiring encouraging others that's what we that's what we speak for that's what we exist for why do you think that's so important Well, you
2: know, I don't think that we, I don't think that the world was designed for us to take these solo journeys. I think that we need each other in order to be the best that we can -hmm. be. I believe that you need me in some places of your life and I need you in some places of my life. And if I don't have you, I have this void that is needed in my life and so i think that we're interconnected maybe we don't talk about that as much as we should but i believe that there are people assigned to you to help you fulfill the plans of your life there are people assigned to me to help me fulfill the plans of my life just for example Hmm. this morning I told Chris Howell, I said, Chris Howell, you're going to live a long time. And he says, why? I said, because I was thinking about you this morning and I was going to call you about this radio show that I have to do this evening. (laughs) that, That I don't know anything about how to set it all up and Skype in. And I said, you know, but I know, you know how to do that, you know. And the next thing Chris said to me, why don't you just come to my office and let me host you all?
1: And he's so much better. I
2: needed him, right? It's so much better. So I could have, if Chris wasn't there, and if Chris didn't lend himself to support what I'm doing today, then I could have struggled through that, probably fell on my face, and not have come through at the professional level that I really want to but I had Chris. Mm -hmm. Chris made the difference in my life today Mm -hmm. as you have made the difference in my life today. We need each other Mm -hmm. to fulfill the plans and the purpose that we are here to accomplish. We are interconnected. There are people that you need in order for you to fulfill the plans at the level that you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm here to sow seeds into the lives of other people and i know that there are other people who are assigned to sow seeds into my life
1: and together we will do what we have been called to do okay you are the first person in 215 episodes to say it like that you understand that you are the first person to understand the and 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 say the interconnectivity of all of us and how we each need each other to fulfill mm-hmm. what we're here to do you're exactly. the first person to do that wow okay wow so thank you for that mm. and and I think that's absolutely beautiful because i the reason I do this show every single week, whether, you know, I'm ready to or not, is mm-hmm. because I do think we need each other. We have to. And, and I need my audiences. I need my yes, guests. Yes, yes, yes. It's amazing. And so we're watching people coming in here. We're, we're, out, we're doing a Facebook live stream. And thank you very much for Tony yes, Aragon, yes. Kevin Fisher. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you. It's amazing. I Can get- I say who's watching on my yes, Facebook of live? Course. Go for Michael it. Herb. Former mayor of DeSoto is
2: watching, Christina Hickson, Hickson. Hickson, and she is married to the fire chief of Hutchins. Okay. So look at that. Look at those so people who I know about. Thank
1: you for, for being part of this conversation. It's mm-hmm. important. We're all connected. To Cynthia's right. point, mm-hmm. we're all connected. We need each other, and we're into the space because we need that energy. So thank you for yes. being here. Yes. We're going to get something out of this. So now, here's what I find really interesting about you. You say something like that, the interconnectivity, the, in, the purposeful connection of that. Then I, I layer over how important humor is to you. Mm-hmm. Tell me why humor works so well for you. Well, let
2: me tell you. It is not rocket science, but it is a science, mm-hmm. okay? And that is is that when we laugh, there are endorphins that are oh, released in yes. our body that are healing, healing agents. Yes, yes, yes. So if you are burdened down with something, if you just set aside 20 minutes of your day, watch something on television, listen to something on the radio or on YouTube or whatever and get that laughter <clears> going, <throat> it will brighten up your day. It will lift depression off of your life. <clears throat> if you understand that your body has been created to heal itself there's a lot of things about our bodies that we don't even understand but laughter spending time with people you like to be around is healing mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it when I can make you laugh because I know that I'm going to laugh with you and together we are going to heal our bodies in certain areas of our bodies and so laughter to me is so much better than anger oh any so day so much anger any day. yeah so much better for Ellen us Porter. than than taking on those weights that weigh us down, those negative thoughts, you know, those ill spoken words. So you can choose laughter or you can choose that negative side. I stuff. will choose laughter. Why won't you any choose laughter? Because laughter makes you feel good and it makes a pe- people around you feel good. Have you ever been around somebody who's laughing all the time and you can say angry and you can say, no, No, you're going to join into that laughter and together you can
1: change the atmosphere of your surroundings. I completely Mm -hmm. agree and I think about how I first approached you at the event. You had no idea who I was (laughs) but I knew who you were and I was making a beeline for you and you were like, okay, who's that? What is that? But I had an agenda Mm -hmm. and I was enjoying the whole experience because I knew what the end game was that you're going to be here with me talking about what you're up to in life and impacting people across the globe. And with that, let's take our first break. Okay. All righty. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We're on the air with Dr. Cynthia Mickens-Ross. She's a speaker, coach, and author. She's also the author of the book Pathway to Purpose, Stories of Victory. This book is based on the graduates of her copyrighted course, Pathway to Purpose, joins with me today here in Dallas we're talking about how she got into the space and why what she's doing matters to the world stay with us, we'll be right back <music>
3: Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.alisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose
0: with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose.
1: Before we come- let me acknowledge another pers- person that's come into the, the Facebook live stream, Carmen Cortez. She is my beloved mother-in-law. Thank you, Carmen, for Aww. joining us. Beautiful woman that she is. I am Elise Cortez, your host. One are here with Dr. Cynthia Mickens-Ross. She is a speaker, coach, and author. She infuses her audience with authenticity, humor, and powerful words of wisdom that are thought-provoking and life-changing. She speaks regularly on leadership, discovering your purpose, breaking negative mindsets to release the authentic you, and how to make life count. She's the author of book... Of the book pathway to purpose stories to victory this book is based on the graduates of her copyrighted course pathway to purpose I'm your host Elise Cortez we are having so much fun on Facebook here and in a conversation live right next to me I love it (laughs) so one of the things that you talk about in your in your talks which is very near and dear to my heart as well I talk about it as well as you talk about don't let your life make you bitter make it better so I I got to imagine this is about overcoming challenges, adversity, et cetera. So what is this talk about? Why is it important to you? Well, you know... No one is exempt from the challenges
2: of life, right? We all have found ourselves in situation either through our own efforts or decisions or we found ourselves in situations and we don't really know how we got there, but it's there. Yep. And so for me, I have a laundry list of those situations <laughs> in my life. No, you Cynthia, know. no. Let me tell you, I always tell people, I'm not going in your crazy closet, don't go in my <laughs> crazy closet, okay, because I'm don't. i not trying to find out what you have done wrong in your life, I want to know what are we going to do now. But I believe that every situation that we encounter, the ones that hurt us in the deepest place is there to make us better and stronger. The things that I have gone through in my life from loving somebody who didn't love me back, Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm, Yep. Giving so much to a company, a corporate job, and then being told you've reached the glass ceiling. You can go now. And you can spiral Mm -hmm. downhill from that. Mm -hmm. Or it is going after something and giving it all you got and still you don't get it, you know? I have gone through losing all of my money my bank account went from six figures to zero oh, okay wow. okay so okay so so there are so many things that have happened in my life that could have destroyed me, could have made me bitter, could have made me throw my hands up and say, I give in. I'm just going, you know, I'm just going to be done with this thing called life, right? Because we've all felt that at some point. Don't tell me that in the 60 plus years I've lived on, my, on this earth that I haven't had a thought about ending it at one time or another. Wow, yeah. OK, but I kept going and I kept believing that there was something better on the other side of that situation. And because I did, I saw what was in it for me. And many a times I'll give you another situation because I like to give practical examples. I was married to somebody that I loved dearly. Okay, Mm -hmm. that I thought the world of. But they didn't know how to love me back. And it really wasn't their fault. Now, I chose this person too. Okay, so in the difficult of times in that marriage, I would be riding around in my vehicle all night long because I was scared to go home. I was afraid. I had so much fear that my life might end in this marriage oh my goodness that's how bad it was and it was during one of those nights that i heard you're gonna have homes for women who need a safe place to live okay see 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 now i could have been bitter about that whole situation but do you know when that situation was over and i was safe and out of it i heard that again You know those two houses you have? Those houses are going to be for women who need a safe, peaceful place to live. So instead of allowing what had happened to me to make me bitter, I allowed it to make me better. So today I have this residential housing program that women can come live in with their children until they can get back on their feet and get back to doing what they were created to do. Mm. That's a great example of how Life can make you bitter if you allow it to, or life can make you better if you allow it to. Get out of it. What you need to get out of it so that you can be better. I'm a better person today because of all of those situations. They have really and truly purified this person that you see right here today Mm -hmm. because my motives now pure i'm clear about what i'm supposed to be doing in my life and all of those things have worked together to get me where i am today so don't despise those things get out of it what you need to get out of it so that you can be a better person for the rest of your life
1: okay i get all that on a you know conceptual basis but for our audiences out there going oh my gosh by the way hi Susan Favreau thanks for joining in um, they're going okay that sounds really interesting and really amazing what happens when life punches me in the gut and I don't know how to do this I mean I, I just lost my dad and my brother and my sister and my child and my boss just fired me for my favorite job and hold on you want me to do what well so how do you give them access S- to that mindset so let me say this to you you can you
2: can you have some decisions to make you always have choices right there are things that are going to happen if you lost your loved one that that wasn't anything you could control was it no okay i just happened
1: it just happened for me in january it
2: it happened for you so guess what Instead of you saying that, I don't know why this is all happening to me. You can reflect on the great things that you experience in those relationships with mom and with dad. What was the impact they made in your life? How How did they, how did what they do get you where you are today? Mm-hmm. And, and what can you now take from that? and make an even greater impact in the world. I'm not saying you don't hurt, I'm not saying you don't grieve the loss, Mm -hmm. but what I'm saying to you, you can reflect on the loss and there's nothing you can do about that and spend more time on the loss or you can spend time on what being grateful, be having that spirit of I'm grateful for mom and dad and reflect on what did mom and dad deposit in you that makes you the woman that you are today? And then how can you take that and make a greater impact in the world? We are all gonna have those feelings of hurt and pain and loss. We're gonna all have those feelings of anger we're gonna always have those feelings of revenge. I wanna get that person back who did what they did to me. But don't stay there. That's all I'm saying. Uh, don't stay there. Take the take the time to feel what you feel. Don't deny what you feel, okay? Right. Don't deny it, but don't get stuck there. Don't let it chain you. To the dock of being angry for the rest of your life or for grieving right. for the rest of your life. And, and you see what I'm I saying? I totally
1: do. And I want to comment on that. Before we do, let's let's acknowledge a couple of our guests that came okay. in. For, I'll go first. So Debbie Martin-Gillen is my sister. Hi, Debbie. Kansas Hi, City, Debbie. I think it is. Thank you for joining us. Bill Wallace. thank you for joining us. and for you, your side, who's coming in? Carolyn in DeSoto,
2: John, John Joe Johnson, or John Johnson. John Johnson. Hey, John. Isn't that fun? Yeah, and a couple other people. I can't see your names, but hey, just send me a message if you have a question. Please, Just yes. type it out, Wait, and
1: we'll be happy to answer it. Weigh in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a couple things to what you said. My mother died January 3rd, and that was expected, mm-hmm. for the most part. She was ready. She had her bags packed. She had fuel in, in her tank. She was ready to move on. My father joined her 28 days later on January 31st, really have a broken heart. Mm-hmm. That was less yes, expected. Yes. But what I will tell you to your point is they gave me something when they left. They made me bigger. They gave me gratitude for what they taught mm-hmm. me and the mm-hmm. life that they, get, they gave me. Cynthia, my life was in many ways a fairy tale. My, mm-hmm. When my father married my mother, when I was in second Great! It was a fairy tale, Mm. and my life would have been so different had they not gotten together. And I know that, Mm. so I carry that with me. As they both have left now, and I've both I've given both of their eulogies, written both of their obituaries. I I know what a gift it's been, and so I do stand in that place. I don't know where that came from for me. It just was automatic. But I want to be able to make sure that our listeners get from what you're saying. How do we access that space of gratitude? How do we get there when life really beats us
2: down? It's, to me, it's a simple choice. Life life, is going to throw you curveballs. You can't get away from it. Nobody's exempt from that. That's yeah, so the, true. The only thing I'm saying is simply this. When life does that to you, remember. I have a choice. I can choose to let it beat me down till I'm nothing and I don't feel like nothing and I feel useless and um, you know, I just have this, this negative image about myself and life and people. Or you can say, you know what? I don't know why that happened to me, but I know this, I can choose today That I am going to go through this and I am going to be stronger on the other side because I'm not going to give up. If you keep showing up every day, just keep showing up. Don't give up on having a better life. Don't give up on getting past that situation. You know what? Find people who have done it. That's another great way is to surround yourself with the support system of people if it's a divorce you know, you can join a support group mm-hmm. of divorcees. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's somebody who, you know, there's a lot of grief support groups now. But also for me, I just joined around my girlfriends who helped me, who kept speaking good things to me and telling me, Cynthia, you're going to be okay. We know you, you're a fighter. You, you know, you yeah. You can make it through this. And, and all I'm saying is that If you want to be successful, surround yourself with successful people. Agreed. If you want to get on the other side of a difficult situation, get you some people who have gotten through it. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with some people who have made it through it so they can Mm -hmm. encourage you. Because you, again, let's go back to what we started out on. You were not made to live this life alone. There are people who are assigned to help you get Mm. where you're supposed to be.
1: I love that. So you
2: have got to look around you and see them. Who are the people that I know can help me get on the other side of this situation? Don't isolate yourself. Because you'll never get through it if you isolate yourself, because all it's going to happen is it's going to be more negativity, more negativity, more negativity that comes in. Isolation is never a good place to be. We need people around us who care about us and can help us to get on the other side of our situations.
1: Yes. And what I want to also say about that for our listeners and, and people that are watching on Facebook Live, they come in the most unlikely Sources. For example, I just had lunch today with gentleman named Jonathan. Jonathan, I met two weeks ago, and I was speaking at an engagement, and I was running for the elevator to get back to my my car mm-hmm. for the next engagement. And he wheels up, and he's got like this kind of a wheelchair thing going on, and we just have this instant connection. And I'm like, Who are you? What are you doing in that chair? Why aren't you walking? And we we talk, and we immediately say, Let's let's grab lunch and mm-hmm. figure out who you are, what you're doing, etc. Why right. and there's kismet in that. There's energy in that. It's everywhere. You just have to look for it and be present to it. Right. And be, like you said, be
2: open to it and pay attention to your surroundings. Absolutely. Don't walk through life with blinders on because you will miss the gifts that are there Absolutely. for you. You're, you're running you, to get your next you know, appointment
1: on time. You missed the gift. Yes.
2: So, so just take seconds and look around you because it's like today when I was coming up here and I had my little, you know, I had two of my little pop-up charts with me and I had my books <laughs> in my hand and this one gentleman in a really nice suit and everything, he kind of ran and got the elevator for me and said, "What floor are you going to?" And he pushed the button. He said, "I've got." You. and, and you. see, I had never met the man before, but 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 if you but if you're open, you will draw it I to got you, it, Cynthia. you will draw it I to you. It. You'll have everything you need in life. It's not going to ever be a perfect life, nobody has one. So if you think you do, I'm telling you, that just doesn't exist. But there are people who are out here that can help you. At every stage of your life, no matter where you are, if you will just be open.
1: If you will just be open. Well, and and to that, and we're going to go into our next break. But let me also acknowledge Erica Jacoby, who's been on my radio show. Erica, hello from New York. Derek Lipscomb, who is a dear friend from Dallas. Thanks for for joining us this afternoon. Cynthia, who do you have on? I have Marty
2: Martin. Hey, Marty, my my friend. Geyser. I'm so glad you're here, Marty. Brilliant. And Marty, you should be saying, amen, girl. Amen, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Our, our second break. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We're on the air with Dr. Cynthia Mickens-Ross. She is a speaker, coach, and author. She's the author of the book, Pathway to Purpose, Stories of Victory. This book is based on the graduates of a course, Pathway to Purpose. She joins us today from Dallas, Texas, right next to me here in an office. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
3: Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose.
0: This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose.
1: Staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. Cynthia's laughing next to me. It's a good sign. My guest is Dr. Cynthia Mickens Ross. She's right next to me. She is a speaker, coach, and author. She infuses her audiences with authenticity, humor, and powerful words of wisdom that are thought provoking and life changing. She speaks regularly on leadership, discovering your purpose, breaking negative mindsets to release the authentic you, and how to make life count. She's the author of the book called Pathway to Purpose, Stories of Victory. This book is based on the graduates of her copyrighted course, Pathway to Purpose. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We are here live, also on Facebook Live, together, right next to each other here in Dallas, Texas. So to continue the conversation, I wanted to ask Cynthia about some of the things that she shares with her audiences. And she has this really intriguing topic that I've really never heard of, and she calls it currency of life. What's your ROI? Fascinating idea. What is that talk about? So, I believe that currency
2: is the things that we spend, right? So, it is it is what we spend in life. Mm-hmm. So, if I spend my time on something, no matter what it is, I'm going to get a return on that investment. So, if mm-hmm. I spend my time being negative, guess what I'm going to get? An abundance of negativity. negativity. If I spend my time on just pouring love into the people I Me, and the people around me, guess what I'm going to get back? More love, right? If I spend my time impacting the lives of people, which is what I do, right? Then I now have a laundry list of people that I have shared my life with, right? And now they become a part of the return on my investment. So I don't know, I don't know how many circle of people that you have around you that you're helping through your radio show, right? You're investing your time into this radio show, right? Mm -hmm, Yep. So this radio show is now impacting the lives of people, right? So what is the return on this investment? Those people's lives are now changed because of what you have invested. Your time mm-hmm. that you have invested, your resources that you have invested, bringing me as a part of your circle. Right now, you are now pouring more and more into people's lives, and which means that you now will have more and more of what you need in your life. So mm-hmm. the return on our investments is and there's a there's I'm going to give it to you like this. Whatever seeds you sow, you get a harvest. Mm -hmm. So if you sow a seed of being a person that is committed to impacting the lives of other people, Guess what happens for you? You get more and more people who come alongside you that wants to help to impact your life or to help you to achieve what you're supposed to be achieving. So when you come up to me and you ask me, Cynthia, would you give of your time freely to come on my radio talk show? What did Cynthia do? She yeah, said, absolutely, yes. yes. You know why? because you are now getting a return on your investment because you have sown enough seeds out here to help people that when you want additional help to fulfill what you're doing It is available to you. No accidents. You met me at the right time. Mm -hmm, I'm on your show at the right date, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the right things that the audience needs to hear. And that's all a part of our ROI, the Mm. return on our investments. I always tell people, you can never give without receiving. Whatever it is that you want more of your life, give more of it. Mm. Give more of it, what and a great you will lesson. get you will get a return on that investment. Just make sure that whatever you're giving out is what you want back.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. if you're Careful giving you got, right, because if you're giving negativity out, guess what you're gonna get, right? If if you are not a person of integrity, guess what you're gonna get? You're gonna get that back. Just wait on it because it's coming. Okay, so don't sow things. Don't put things out. Don't spend anything that you don't want to return on because you do get back whatever you put out. Mm -hmm. But you get it back at greater measures. Mm -hmm. You don't get it back at the same measure that you put it out. Right. You get it back. It's like planting one orange seed. You're not going to get one orange back, are you? Right. Right? Right? So whatever seeds, whatever things that we're spending, spending, planting, just remember, there's an ROI on that. You will get it back. Mm. And whatever you want more of in your life, so plant, spend more of that because the return will come.
1: Okay. So invest wisely. I love that. Okay. So we're already almost out of time on the show. There's one really important thing I want to talk about that I think is so, so important because I know that most of us are governed by fear Mm -hmm. versus love and possibility. And so you have this talk about what's your if, and if, if is defined by that thing or things that you would do if what you had the time, the money, the possibility, the space, whatever it was, what is this if thing that you talk about. So if
2: is the thing that you would do as you said if if most of the time we want everything to be perfect before we do something mm-hmm. right? Yep. We want everything to be lined up well you know what? That's not really the way it is. <laughs> no it isn't. Thank okay? you very much. So, you, so don't ever let what you think you don't have stop you from doing what you want to do you know because if i say okay well you know there are people who say well you know i probably should go out here and get my phd before i start to you know help people with who are struggling with emotional needs do you know that you can help someone with an emotional need just by a hug Mm -hmm. yeah do you know that you can help someone by just a kind word Mm, i know that you know do you know that you can help someone by just serving them dinner you know i do inviting them out to dinner so i believe that that there are there are there are there are so many things that we say but if if i had this i'd do that but if i had him, then I would be more comfortable with stepping out and going to a certain event or doing a certain thing. And we make we put all of these reasons why we can't do something instead of finding ways that we can do something. And I think I've heard more people say if, if, if. And and I can tell you, That if I waited for everything to be perfect in my life, I wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing. I would have never wrote the book. I would have never had the course. I would have never started speaking. I would have never started coaching because I can find reasons why I shouldn't be doing that. And all I'm telling you is don't let if get in the way of you doing what you can do
1: today okay so really important for our, our audiences that are like okay so yeah i got the whole if thing or whatever presence for them some of those ifs if i had more time what are all the ifs
2: well i you know if if i had a degree i would uh, i would okay. go i would go after that job or i would start my new company if i had in the bank, I would start the business that I've been dreaming about. But how many people you know, have started a highly successful company with a couple of hundred dollars? How many stories have we heard about that? Okay. Or if I, if, if I didn't, if I wasn't, uh, 300 pounds, then I might feel attractive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, or I'm going to wait I'm going to wait until I get down to 100 pounds to feel attractive. The weight is there for a reason, and you need to discover why that weight is there. But don't let the weight make you feel like you're not an attractive person. Mm. If, you know, if it's something that I say is only there to create fear, doubt, disbelief, take fear out of it and say, I can I will. Change that if to I can or I will. Or let me figure this out. Let me start working on the process. You know, let me start writing that book, okay? Some people will say, "Well, I don't know if I can write well enough to write a book." I say, "Go ahead and start writing the book. I'll get you an editor when you finish with with, with the idea you have, get you an editor that can help to get it in the context that you need it. But don't let things stop you from stepping out there and doing what you can do. Change the paradigm in your mind to Let me see what I can do today. How can I take one step closer to that dream that I'm dreaming about? What is it gonna take for me to get out of this boat and begin to walk on the water, the thing that I fear the most? That's what I wanna encourage you today. To not let fear, don't let the word if stop you from doing what you can do today because you have so much greatness inside of you that you will never know unless you step out there and take a risk. And if you fall short, just get back up and do it again. Failure is not necessarily
1: defeat. It is just another opportunity for you to get it right. Well, let me add one more thing to that that I think really adds a place to stand from that I keep saying when I go out to speak and and when I do my my workshops and that is you got to be really present that you only get Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. precious Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I've experienced this before on January 3rd. I watched my mother. Literally, I was laying next to her in her hospital bed, she was here one minute, and she was gone the mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. You do not know what your expiration point is. Mm-hmm. What's the date? Yeah. But what yeah. you do know is that mm-hmm. today, and every day thereafter, until that date happens, when you are done with the world, you get to choose what you're going to do. And so, to be to surround yourself with people like you, yes, who I choose to yeah, be with, yes. and people here in my audience, mm-hmm. I choose to be yes, with you. Yes, and that is the difference, and mm-hmm. that mindset, and that choice and that if, how, what I'm doing with that if is everything. Yes, yes, right?
2: yes. I'm going to tell you, I think that if should be taken out of the dictionary. As well as replaced. can't and yes. don't. Yeah. You know, and replaced with let me try. Let me take will, one I will, step. I will, I I'll will take one it, step I will, today. I will give let it Let me give step. it my best. Whatever it is that you're dreaming about, take the first step. Don't expect everything to be perfect. Don't expect you to have everything lined up. If it's your dream, take the first step. And know that there are people out
1: there that will help you to take the second and the third. Well, and I will tell you, and we're getting really closer to at the end, mm-hmm. what I you're going to regret at the very, very end of all those ifs is the things that you didn't do. That's so right. So go do them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cynthia. Can if, I say one yes. thing? 30 seconds. I was, 30 second.
2: I was with a friend of mine the other day, and I heard, and she's an elderly woman, and she said, Cynthia, I wish that I, you know what I wish? I wish I had to say
1: yes more often. Oh. Say yes. You hear that, <laughs> listeners? Say yes. Yeah. Okay, so 30 seconds, Cynthia. This show is about meaningful work and life. What do you want to leave the listeners with? I want to leave you with your life matters, that
2: you have greatness within you. Discover your greatness and then step out and do it. Don't let what has happened to you in your past stop you from being great today and in your future. Take all of the things that you have learned, put them in your bag and use them to create success in your life. We all have
1: success planned in our lives. What a great way to finish, Cynthia. I thank you so much for saying yes to this (laughs) conversation and being on the the air with me. If you want to learn more about, about Cynthia mickens Ross look at her website which is what which is DrCynthiaMickensRoss.com and if you missed the show last week you can always catch a recorded podcast we're on there with Dr Trillian Small she's the CEO of Attachment Leadership a counseling consulting and coaching company providing customized wellness and leadership development programs emotional intelligence corporate training and youth development curriculum we talked about her work coaching leaders and also her passion for and work in restorative juvenile justice incredibly inspiring going to our event next March 5th by the way next week we'll be on the air with with Michelle Connell who is of of Portia Capital talking about the importance of shoring up and managing our financial lives in order to be able to more strategically situate ourselves for working on purpose see you there remember that work is at least one third of our life so let's work on purpose see you there
0: we hope you've enjoyed this week's program Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Elise Cortez, each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, find your life's purpose at work.